0: When the cold winds blow And the white Fuck that up!
1: You gotta leave that in though. I'm
0: totally leaving it in. I don't edit this one. When the snows fall and the white winds blow The lone wolf dies But the pack survives. I believe I said she would say that after Littlefinger got ganged.
1: You, I thought you said it would. She would say that like
0: immediately after, or
1: like in front of him. I'm
0: still taking it as a
1: win. I mean, it's it was a good call.
0: Hello, folks, and welcome to the uh, last episode of Game of Thrones season seven, and our last episode of regular season coverage for Beyond the Red Waste. Uh, as always, thank you very much for joining us through this. Uh, We'll call it an unconventional season of Game of Thrones.
1: Uh, That's probably a good way to put it. Yeah, because
0: it's definitely, it is not the show it once was. And you're going to get some Bob the Dog looking, because he's in here. So that's just the way life is. Bob the Dog is here. He's taking a break off of the Iron Throne, plotting with uh, Lady Cersei. And yeah, he's just, uh, he's hanging around. He's had a rough day of lying on the couch among pillows. That's tough for him.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So where do you want to get started with this?
0: I have a bit of a rant I would like to go on, and it's not very well-baked because we did literally just finish watching the episode, but I would really like to know if the writers and directors of not only this particular episode, but the show in general, oh, and spoilers, just all of the spoilers. We already told you Littlefinger died, but all of the spoilers, folks. Do these, and it's guys, it's guys that wrote it, it's guys that directed it, whatever. Do, do they have any idea how not only sisters speak to each other, but how siblings interact? No. So, we have a moment- <laughs> They're also
1: in... all only children.
0: <laughs> they must be, right? So, there's a moment in this episode, after the Gankening, which we will speak about in greater detail, but I'm sitting here and I'm watching this and I'm just like- Okay, these... I've had a really big problem with the way that they've kind of presented the area and Sansa stuff this this season. Mm -hmm. And part of me was like, okay, maybe this is just because it's shorter. We don't have the time to, like, get into this shit. But, I mean, I just... I hated the way they portrayed their relationship. Yes. Because it's just like... Both of them have been through insane amounts of shit. And... Were they only talking when, like, we checked in on them? Did they not interact at all in the, like... I think last week Sansa said it's been weeks since she's heard from John, so I'm assuming at least weeks have gone by. So, like, you guys aren't interacting at all? There's no talking? And every time they film them, it's so cold and so just, like... It is winter. I mean, I realize that it's winter. But they're standing, like... Twenty feet away from each other, staring out at the snow. That's it's, how you do it. They always do that for Sansa. It's like, and, and we've we've we know Arya is a crazy like murder whatever, and they've really it actually kind of turned me off of her character because it's just like, and, and then <clears throat> this is, I'm like I said this is a very half baked rant, but what I feel like they they thought they were doing was because as soon as. Let's just talk about the scene now, because we're here and whatever. So we, we have this moment earlier in the episode where Littlefinger is, uh, says to Sansa, okay, you know, sometimes when I'm trying to figure out what someone's motivation might be, I ask myself, you know, this series of questions. Okay, great. And they go through that with Arya, which I know I'm saying the name wrong. Fucking deal with it. Um... So he he kind of gives you the look like, oh, well, your sister's trying to fucking kill you, man. What are we going to do about this? So then Sansa calls Arya to the Great Hall, and all of, like, the lords are there, and Arya's like, we doing this? I could take all of you motherfuckers. So Sansa uh, reads these lists of charges, murder and,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: betrayment and all that shit, and then she's like, oh, Lord Peter Baelish, and it's just like... I, I get it's supposed to be this awesome, like... <gasps> Awesome. You know, great moment, but I'm just sitting there like this is the, like really that's how you got us here. And Aria flips on a dime. She's like, "Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, this is great." I don't know. I didn't like it at all.
1: Well, it almost it almost felt to me like Arya knew what was going to happen.
0: Well, it almost felt to me like the writers thought that both of them knew what was going to happen.
1: You mean... Sansa
0: and Arya. Well... I think Sansa... You can make the argument that she figures it out in that last scene with Baelish that she has, where they're having that conversation about Arya. Right. But... Sansa's been through so much shit. I mean, we had that moment in, what was it, season four, where she walks down the stairs and she's in her, like, badass, like, dark Sansa manipulator outfit, whatever. And, like... We've seen in this last season how much she's grown and how competent she's become. And then we take the storyline and you make them both seem like just fucking idiots. Well,
1: what was what was really um, unfortunate is... Uh,
0: one thing we do have to say, though, is that we called Littlefinger dying. We are correct in that. I am counting that also as a win.
1: Yes, that is Shabams. also true. Um, as I think uh, someone on the AV club said... Um, if Littlefinger didn't die this episode, um, you know the storytelling is just dead. But, <laughs> but I mean, you're not wrong. Um, no. What was you know we talked about last week, like. Uh, I was still holding out hope that there was just like this really dumb way they were going to try to present it as they've been setting Baelish up.
0: But I think they th- this may be one of those moments, though, Bob. We've seen one in real time where they think they're setting something up.
1: Well, n- Because
0: Arya just turns so quickly and she's like, mm, yeah, that's right.
1: Well, wait, what's kind of... Uh- also,
0: also, also, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. We have Bran there. Mm-hmm. Why did we not go to Bran earlier? Could Arya not have gone to Bran and been like, because they're aware of the visions, right? Well, well, Why don't you go to him with your sister, and or just by yourself and be like, hey, what really happened? What what happened with Sansa when she was at the capital?
1: What I th- what the way they presented it today um, was basically that Baelish's biggest fuck up was that he he went through that drill with Sansa and that she then. Use that same exercise against him, which basically says any I, any thought you had that that they were actually being smarter than they were um, is out the window. Right. Um, and that, no, this all just came together. And what what I'm assuming happened in this episode was between that scene and the court scene. Um, Sansa talked to Bran. They clued Arya in. That's why she knew right... That's but why she turns right here's the away. the fucking
0: thing though, Bob. That's a scene that we need to see.
1: I agree with you. But th- that's... I think that's what they're trying to get you no, to No, no. I think we're
0: at a moment much like Jamie raping Cersei in, in season five. It's a, Or was that season four? That's season four when Joffrey dies. It's a moment where they think they're doing something else and it's reading completely differently.
1: I don't know that it's... Reading differently, I, I think it's just there's, what? there's too there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the background, and I think they probably didn't want to show it because they wanted the scene to be, you know, a shock.
0: But it wasn't at all. No, it's everybody expected. kind of knew <laughs> that Baelish was eating it this season.
1: Right. So I, I don't know. I, they, I did
0: appreciate that they brought in uh, uh, Sir Royce of the Vale so that he could be. there. I think
1: not was the. best. <laughs> that was a great line. No, sweetie, sorry. Um,
0: I, I appreciated that because that was very good kind of forethought in, yeah, no, like you guys are sworn to us, this is what this fucker did. Yeah. And Sir Royce is always hated. Baelish so it was just like "Mm, do whatever you need to do girls right (laughs) I don't know I just it's one of those stories where I think they're it just it didn't do anything for those two characters I think and it just felt like they didn't want to do Lady Stoneheart for whatever reason so they rolled a lot of those character traits into Arya and it didn't do I I feel like she's a completely different character than she was last season because she was yeah. fighting to get back to Westeros, she like no. The whole point of her being at the House of Black and White and deciding not to become a faceless man was because she wanted to retain who she was and she cared about the Starks. And then you can roll in and you're like, I,
1: yeah, they did. That's how they did play it. Because I mean, the whole you know, Arya was so consumed with vengeance, um, and
0: you could still be consumed with vengeance. I'm not saying that they should take that away from her because. I'm all about baddie, badass lady vengeance stories, mm-hmm. like, into that. But when you do it like this, and you just look... She seemed like a completely different character. She yes. didn't seem like a sociopath last season. She's like a sociopath this season.
1: Yes. Now, and then
0: you have Sansa, who really was kind of coming into her own as the Lady of Winterfell. And just the whole... I think the, biggest, uh, the big sticking point for me, too, is Arya's been through shit. Arya knew what it was like. Arya was at King's Landing, and it's been like years. And I know that her and 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 Sansa had their differences, but she knew what it was like there. She knew how the Lannisters were. Her father told her, "You know, no, we're in a we're in a very dangerous spot right now, and your sister's in kind of a tricky situation." Yeah. But I I don't know. It just really 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 annoyed I, me because I... it just seems like one of those things where it's like. Always well, turn the the girls against each other, and yeah, whatever. Because that's just a thing that happens. It, it and then would... to have that really cold—I'm sorry, I'll like—we'll let you speak at some point. That really cold, just kind of topper scene at the end, where they're just staring out. It's like, can we get like? They're not. Arya's is not a warm person, and but that 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 moment when they hugged earlier in the season. Where Arya actually hugged her back. Right. Like, we, when they're talking about they Ned, you can't have out. them kind of, like, move closer together. Just the directing in the scene felt very much like, oh, fuck, yeah, we gotta do this. Let's let's hit this up right quick. We'll do a really simple setup. You stand there, you stand there, and let's both just stand stare straight out at the fucking snow.
1: They, re- they, they really botched the storyline.
0: Right. Like, um, even just, like, have them reach out and hold hands or something when they're talking about Ned, right? Like at the end of that scene where they're like, "Oh, I miss father," and like you know, Arya actually initiates that. And says, I his father, and Sans is like, "I miss him too." The no sort of like warmth or anything.
1: This is th- this is almost the equivalent of.
0: So you had a little smile there, so you think you've thought of something clever
1: in Suicide Squad.
0: No, don't come. No, where they've
1: they've tattooed damaged on the Joker's forehead, and it's like. They're trying to beat you over the head with it, that these two are fucked up. But you don't need to beat me over the head with it. I know it. And I
0: don't even know that it's beating over the head with the fact that they're fucked up. I just think it's not not understanding the characters and giving them their due, if that makes any sense.
1: It, yeah. Because they're
0: acting as if they were still the stupid children they were in like the first couple seasons. And it's the amount of shit that they have both seen. Mm-hmm. Just feels like, Littlefinger is like, this is small fucking potatoes. Obviously, he's trying to turn us against each other.
1: Right. It just, they they had an opportunity with these characters to do so much more.
0: Also, when did Sansa give Arya that uh, Valerian steel dagger back?
1: Brand gave it to her.
0: No, but Arya gave it to her at the in the episode in last week's episode.
1: Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. I mean, unless she just left it in she the She might room, have just left it in the But yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, this annoyed me. I was this very was, annoyed.
1: This, this, I, 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 think, um, a lot of people may write this off as the season. You know, it was just a shortened season. And they had to do what they had to do. No. I, I don't accept that.
0: Well, and that's something I want... I do want to do kind of a full season yeah. sort of... Like, next week, I do want to have, like, a conversation about the season as a whole. And maybe just, like, the state of the series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, in brief right now, I it's, I, and I think we talked about this last uh, episode when Alex was around. It's a very different show than it once was. Yes. And that's not to say that I'm not enjoying it still. I mean, if we weren't enjoying it, we wouldn't be doing this. But... Yeah, so that was just the first thing that I really wanted to get off the old chest. Because it's like, what the fuck? Also, the... also, also. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I will
1: say, say um, I, I really didn't enjoy the path getting there. But that scene, it, it was very satisfying.
0: Oh, for sure. On par with like Joffrey dying.
1: But even, even with even, even with Baelish better, like kneeling against like setting against the wall
0: almost almost better though because Joffrey he just sort of died and then the people that shouldn't have been blamed for it were blamed for it mm-hmm. But having Sansa be like no you're the reason that all of this started you're the reason why I don't have parents anymore and him just you know you could see him trying to be like let me pull at those last couple unraveling threads that I might still have. And then, um, yeah. The only thing that did not annoy- the other thing that annoyed me about that scene was we were kind of hit over the head with he who passes the sentence should swing the sword. Right. And that seems like the kind of thing, and I understand, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. It just annoyed me too. Because I-, I think Sansa doing it, like Arya being like, "I'll do it. Like, let me take care of this for you." And Sansa being like, "Dad always said, you know that. Let me take care of it." I would have appreciated that more personally.
1: I was perfectly okay with it. No,
0: no, and I, it, I think they were trying to get like see they're working in tandem now, but it just the whole aside from the catharsis in watching the ganking of uh, Peter Baelish, who will be missed. He will. He's an enjoyable character. I, I I think that we might get him a little bit because there's no way that Arya's is not taking his fucking face.
1: Oh, you gotta take his face. Gotta
0: take his face. So we'll probably I think... we'll probably get uh, what's his name, Aiden, uh, the actor. He'll he'll be back.
1: I think he will. Um, it does give. I mean, I know we've talked about Jamie being the one who ganks. Um. Well, see, but it could be. I could see if Word doesn't get to Cersei that Baelish has been ganked they might want to try and, and Why keep...
0: would it cuz there's not really any communication coming back and right. forth.
1: Um it, that would be a good way for Arya to get close to Cersei.
0: Which is fair. Which is And
1: fair. you know, it the prophecy it was it was like the the little little brother. Little brother? I mean you could stretch it, the
0: Valencar or whatever it is. Yeah, well, it, little, doesn't need, it doesn't. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't need to be, um, her brother.
0: I have two things. I have two things for that. One, I think, for it to make narrative sense, it needs to be. It, personally, I think it needs to be Jane. However, the uh, showrunners of this show have shown that beyond John or L plus R equals J, they have, sh- like, yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much faith in their ability.
1: No. I don't... We'll see. I think this episode, um... For th- as
0: much as happened, it, it did it have that... Punch for you that last, no, last season had because no. last season was such a game changer. Well, I, and now that you don't have massive game changing things here too, but Cersei clearing the board last, last season
1: that was huge
0: was awesome.
1: Yeah, and it was huge. It was, unex- I don't
0: know that it was unexpected. I don't know that it was unexpected. I didn't know that was unexpected. You knew she was going to do something with the wildfire,
1: but the to the extent that she did, I mean, I felt like you know uh, the end of the episode has been telegraphed since the beginning of the fucking show but um you know i there's plenty to talk about um as far as what happened at the dragon pits and what happens between cersei and everybody. i think oh, no, there we, were, we
0: have a lot of ground to cover yes
1: um i think that uh, throughout this episode they tried they tr- they tried to throw you a lot of curve balls that they ultimately corrected to be what we would have expected.
0: Well, here's one thing that I thought for sure was going to happen and didn't. I thought that we would see a miscarriage from Miss Cersei. I am shocked that that baby is still alive.
1: I was, um, yeah, that's true. Um, I was,
0: and I think we can definitively say that she is pregnant. Yes. Because she was, you know, doing the whole unconscious, like...
1: I I never... I didn't really think that... I've spoken... I thought that, was a, I thought that was an outside chance. There's a
0: fair amount of people who I've spoken with that have said that they think that Cersei was faking being pregnant.
1: Yeah. Um, now...
0: I mean, do we want to kind of get started from the beginning there, and then... Um, I've
1: got one more thing um, that I want to talk about... Um, it kind of ties into the rest of the stuff. But it sure. it, it really came about um, in the Gankening. Um, you know, they talked about how all of this shit started because of Baelish. Mm-hmm. It was all predicated on a lie. Which really sets the stage for the Starks to make peace with Jamie, And for that to be... and.
0: Right, because we've shown, and oh, it drives me fucking crazy because
1: Jamie the... has
0: such a great fucking arc in this yeah. show, but they fucked that up too, because it's like he—it's he, great when he he goes to to Cersei in this episode and is like, "I made a I made a vow," like that actually means something to him, right? And we've shown that over the course of not only his. His time with Brienne, but that's sort of... He, he does have a sense of honor that just kind of was magnified. Right.
1: Even when he broke his oath, I mean, it was well, he, for an honorable reason. I,
0: I recently rewatched the scene with him and Brienne in the baths at Harrenhal. And him being like... Or even just in his travels with her, he was like, you know, protect your king. Protect the innocent. What if the king is murdering the innocent? Right. What, what do you do? Like, what's... So, yeah. I mean, he his, he is one of the more... As Alex said last week, he has one of those real good redemption arcs like uh, some certain uh, other glorious characters in the pop culture canon. Your Vegetas, your Meridots, right. and, and
1: such. There's always going to be that he scene. He just doesn't
0: have pointy hair.
1: Right. There's always going to be that scene. And um, I think... I. I'm going, you know, going forward. I think I've decided how I'm going to treat that. I'm going to treat that as a failure of the showrunners. And to not forget about it, but mostly exclude it from my analysis of Jamie.
0: Which I think is a fair point. But then at the same time, it's, it's a different conversation though, right? Yeah. Because there's the way that the character is being presented and the narrative arc that kind of makes sense with him and then there's the fuck up on the part of the showrunners. Right. And I'd have to go back and see who who wrote that episode. I do feel like it was them.
1: Though. It probably was. I, I you know cuz if I in my mind if I if I keep that in my mind it's just always going to ruin it. Um the the whole the, the whole arc and you know it's awful, and you should blame the showrunners, and you should bring it up anytime, like they're trying to dodge shit and hold them accountable for it.
0: Well, here's the thing: it 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 goes to why I do not trust them, especially in the current fucking environment that we fucking live in, to write a show or develop a show or even be in pre production for a show that is about if the Confederacy won. Right. In these guys' hands. No. No. How about let's not no. HBO.
1: Um. But that does lead. Uh. We We did get a little side track there. But um. Going back to the fact that it sets the table for them to make peace with Jamie because There's no way Cersei still doesn't die because she's still. Oh. I think evil Cersei, queen bitch of the Cersei universe. is
0: yes, my my so, the queen bitch of my heart is going to die. Yes.
1: Um. So, but it does set the the stage for them to make peace with the Lannisters, and I think that supports our theory of we'll have seven kingdoms in the end. Um. But you know what? It feels like, um, mm-hmm. which is odd because I was okay with it. It feels like the Mass Effect three synthesis end, where it's like no. The the Lannisters were evil the whole time, they're supposed to fall, they're supposed to be dead, and now you're gonna I make peace with that. that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just... and
0: fuck that uh destroy ending for fucking life. <laughs> just getting along with everybody. Oh, yeah, here wait, yep, yeah,
1: yeah. It was yeah. them. It was
0: written by the fucking like uh Benny Off and fucking Weiss who shocker. Di- who
1: directed it?
0: Uh Alex Graves.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: Let's see it's a dude it's a white dude Shocking. of course it's from Missouri not that that matters
1: yeah I, I mean I, I if if you have I, I would say if you have trouble with the character of Jamie and that is if that's your the reason, reason why then place your blame on the showrunners and try to enjoy the rest of it because it is a great arc right um and uh and on that note I think we can. But kind of shift over to the dragon pits.
0: Well, we can start talking about the the rest of the episode instead of our what what if you want to call it social justicey <laughs> sort of. I don't.
1: I don't even think that's fair to call it social justice. Like
0: Bob, can we just say something right now? Yeah. It's never fair to call anything social justicey.
1: No, it's not. okay because that yeah. is the
0: dumbest thing you can say about anything anywhere. But no, because. Hello? Bob's taking a phone call. Hello? I think he's been butt dialed. I'm leaving that in.
1: Sorry, everyone. When you get a phone call from your father at 10 o'clock at night... um, 11 o'clock his time. 11 o'clock his time, you assume... You need to take it. Um, but no, it was just a butt dial. Usually
0: the assumption is someone has Ooh, died. Who butt dials yes.
1: on a fucking iPhone? I
0: don't know. And we have older, like, relatives, you know? So it's like, maybe get that shit tightened up. Come on. Rant's over. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get into the, the episode proper. Yeah. We had a bunch more... Uh, uh, we'll call this section many meetings.
1: The... the, the, the Um.
0: We saw Grey Worm for the first time since they took... The first episode. Fucking nothing to do. No, 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 because... It was that,
1: the second episode. Whenever
0: they took Casterly Rock, that was like the second or third episode. I
1: thought it was the second. It might have been the third, but, but yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a, it's been a fucking
0: minute. Euron decides to show back up, which is always fun. Um, I still don't understand how... This is also why I don't think this baby is surviving. Unless Cersei's been fucking uh, Euron. How is she explaining that baby away?
1: Well, she said she would say it was Jamie's.
0: No, right. That's what I'm saying. But you're like promising to get married to this guy? Oh. That's what I'm like.
1: Okay, I get you, say.
0: And Euron is the kind of like Ramsey maniac who'd be like, oh, there's a baby in front of like my son for the crown? Dead. Sorry.
1: Um, well, Euron is just. He's annoying. Well, there, there it, are times when there have been times this season where he's been kind of enjoyable.
0: I think he's, It's a symptom of the show being shortened and us at having the pedal completely down, yeah. and and not bringing him in earlier.
1: Yeah, I. I uh, this... Oh,
0: also, also here, real quick, because this this ties in. How close were we to fucking Clegane Bowl?
1: Oh, we were so How close. How
0: fucking close e- were we? To satisfaction. I was so hype, Bob. I was so hype, But they hinted at it. Oh, yeah. It's coming.
1: Yeah. It's I'm coming. Gonna be, I'm going to be interested to see how it happens now. Because presumably the Hound's going north. Cersei wants to keep in the south.
0: Prediction. <coughs> As I cough into the microphone. Night's King army is going to riot on King's Landing. Cersei becomes the dread queen of the uh, Night's King. Hound is still a zombie. Or, uh, Mountain is a zombie. Hound has to finally kill, uh, Zombie Mountain.
1: It's an interesting thought.
0: I mean, it's not a good thought, but it's an interesting thought. So, let's let's kind of get started here. So, we get, um, Tyrion and Pod uh, being in the same...
1: There, there are a number There's of... There's many of these. Uh, many of these reunions and great talks. Um... Oh.
0: There's a, there's a ton. There's, there's a ton. Because so... it's, it's the, the meetings of everybody. This is the big dragon pit scene that has been, like, much hyped since they were filming the it, show back in, like, October, November. It starts
1: with Tyrion and Bronn, which was good, which was, like, Bronn. You no,
0: know, oh, that was the first meeting. Yeah, so it was the first meeting. We start on the parapets with Jamie and Bronn talking yeah, about so she... how uh, uh, the Unsullied don't have cocks, and that's... Surprising, and then Jamie's like, "Well, what, what would they fight for?" And Bron is, "What, what does he say?" He's like, "Then fight for their with their cocks." That's just right. That's the whole point. And Jamie kind of goes through like, "He's like family. Yeah, wouldn't you fight for family?" And Bron's like, "Yeah, family without a cock." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, gold then." And then Bron's like, what, "What do you think we
1: spend that gold right, on?" We're spending the money on. <laughs> and Jamie's
0: like, "Oh, maybe it all is just oh, it's, it's just, all, just it's all... All... <laughs> about gigantic penis waving." <laughs> Um,
1: so that was that was enjoyable. And
0: Ron is always a fucking joy. And I, I was a little disappointed not to see him riding out with Jamie. though I would imagine he isn't long for King's landing if Jamie isn't around.
1: No, I would suspect he's
0: I'm actually not, I've, I've made myself worried now because Cersei said a few episodes ago, Bron betrayed us by setting up the meeting with Tyrion. Mm-hmm. So Bronn, I think bron has got, uh, well, let's be real. Everyone is on the watch list, but I think Bronn is at, we'll say, DEFCON 4.
1: I, if I had to hazard a guess, I think Bron's okay. I think.
0: I think if he gets the, if he gets like kind of wind that there's shit going on, because I would love to see him back with Tyrion cuz their little reunion was it was fun.
1: Yeah. Um Bron has done a very good job of staying alive. Um and the only reason they have to kill him is just to be like fuck you to the audience.
0: And that's never stopped them before.
1: No, but they seem to be um doing that less anymore at least this season. They they still could I don't know. I I think Bronn's gonna be okay. I, I think he's I think, gonna. I think I, he's getting on a boat to to Bravos, and he's. Like, yeah.
0: Possible. I don't know. I I think well, and I think everybody's on the board next episode, like next season, at any time maybe. But I think just for crossing Cersei and for Jaime not being there to act as kind of a shield, I think he's kind of fucked. Unless he be. just decides, "Fuck this, I'm out."
1: I'm going to guess he says, fuck this amount.
0: Because Tyrion also told him. We got ghosts downstairs, folks. Tyrion did tell him that line he said from the first season. He's like, remember what I told you? Whatever anyone else is paying you, I will double it. Right. And they had that nice little, like, yeah, I missed you through, asshole.
1: Uh, Which that I was appreciated. Great. Yeah. Um. Um,
0: however, I think my favorite reunion. Was the Hound and Brienne. That was great. That was delightful. Because I just really enjoyed seeing, as he had like a little smile on his face the entire time they were talking and seemed to like genuinely enjoy seeing her. You yeah. know? Well, I, I, And I really liked that she brought up, oh yeah, Arya's back in Winterfell and the Hound was, well, what did Brienne say? She was like, I was just trying to protect her. Right. And the Hound was like, yeah, I was too, <laughs> and it's like kind of rad that they can like come to that kind of common ground. And I am very excited for him to get back up to Winterfell and reunite with the Stark girls.
1: I uh, I really appreciate when they do respect between soldiers correctly, and um, that's one thing that TV, like the show can generally do very well, and is something that I think um, media in general does. Pretty well. Um, well, it's also they could nice do s- other things well. <laughs> well.
0: It's also nice to see a, a, like a, a potential friendship between a dude and a chick. Yes. Because, I mean, the whole Brienne-Jamie uh, thing is like her... She's like clearly in love with him. Cersei actually calls that out at the purple wedding. And we see Cersei just staring daggers at her uh, during the whole little conclave here. Yeah. So, I, I I appreciate, like, you know, friend respect between, like, soldiers. I thought they did that really well in Mad Max Fury Road as well.
1: I, I did appreciate that we uh, got a reference to Podrick's penis. Uh, very
0: important. Very yeah, important. that Another was a great reunion. Yes. The audience <laughs> and Pod's dick. Yes. <laughs> that was nice to see them reunited, too. Yeah. I appreciated that as well.
1: Oh, what else do we have? Uh, this was
0: John's first time down south.
1: Yep. And he was dressed um, as if he was at the wall still. Like,
0: seriously. Like, I saw him walking into the dragon pit. I'm like, how are you not sweating? <laughs> mm. Oh,
1: and then we
0: got the hound and the mountain reuniting uh-huh. briefly. Yes. Even though the mountain is just full-on zombie now.
1: I do... Between... Um... The Hound and Euron, I did appreciate, like, these two instances of, like, completely breaking protocol and, like, stepping in front of your...
0: Like, stepping into mon- Right. Right. Like,
1: you wouldn't do that. No. But I but the Hound doesn't give a fuck. The
0: Hound could give a shit. What What's that one other great line he has uh, about, like, uh, every, like, bad thing that's happened to him is some fucking Lannister has been behind it or some shit like that. Yep. Thoroughly enjoyable. The Hound is is a delight, and I I really hope we have more of him next season. And I I believe that we will.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. So then... And
0: I I will say this. We have set up Clegane Bowl, and it's been promised. The check is written. If I do not get Clegane Bowl next season, I'm finding them.
1: And they're done. (laughs) See, I believe that. Uh, um. So then we get into the um. The actual uh. Conclave. conclave it. And uh, there's that stupid little bit between Euron and Theon at first. Uh, well, it's really just Euron talking.
0: Well, and then it, it kind of he's insulting Tyrion, and it's yeah, like okay, yeah, we've 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 been here before. Right.
1: And you're like,
0: yeah. It's a shame because I do think that there's fertile ground to be had with that character, and it's just also,
1: right. Uh, we'll see. I was. Uh, we'll come back to it later in the episode. Um, but so we get all together, we start talking. And, you know, Tyrion does his bit of how we all fucking hate each other. So let's just ignore that part for now and talk about our business. Um, some other words said,
0: he really says, you know, we have, well, John's the one that really comes up and is like, we, we have to do this before we can resume killing each other. Right. Or we won't be around
1: to to kill kill each each other. (laughs) Um, then the, uh, you know, the Hound brings up the White Walker and, uh, I was really. I think it's a white. A white. Yeah, you're right. Or yeah. a zombie, that's fine
0: too.
1: Um, he brings up the white, and um, that that kind of at first, I thought it was that the crate was empty, and that the hounds look at it like, what fucking happened to this white? I gotta go kill like fifty people, um, but no, he's just legitimately terrified of it, and you know, takes a minute to kick it over, and <clears throat> um, we're trying to get it to move. Right. Yeah. Well, why, why was he actually like not shackled up? That I think was you what know,
0: they were doing. They wanted it, that's why the hound set him down where he did and yeah. shoved it Cersei's way.
1: Um And then uh You know, I was actually a little surprised um at the direction they went with Cersei. I mean, she was genuinely Terrified by what you saw.
0: When you present something like that, and it is indisputable proof. Right. You know? um, Well, and what, she wanted John to uh, uh, bend the knee to her, right? But he's like,
1: no, "No,
0: I bent the knee to Danny, and we're going to have all of the sex later, so...
1: That was, and that whole thing was interesting. And you know, they're like, "Why didn't you just fucking lie, you idiot?" And
0: he's like, "Where have you been the last seven seasons? I don't lie. Not my jam."
1: Um, and that whole scene was like a little odd. I thought, um, what was awesome though was uh Tyrion's going to meet with Cersei. Reunion with Cersei. Uh-huh. I think
0: this is up there with uh, is a possible scene of the episode.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I did like the 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 little exchange right before between him and Jamie that you know, um he uh it, it was much more amicable right than their last meeting
0: right, right, right. Uh, well and you know Jamie knows his father was a monster. Yeah. We all loved Lord Tywin, but he was a monster. Mm-hmm. And he knows what he he thought of Tyrion, and now that he knows for sure... Well, I mean, he knew that for sure when he met Tyrion, too, but I think he was still kind of processing the information.
1: Well, and he was caught off guard. Right, you exactly. Know.
0: Exactly, but now it's like... Sure. Right. Well, and I like the consistency in Cersei's character that she does care about family, and she can't bring herself... To kill Tyrion. Because he is still a Lannister. Right. And that was Tywin as well. What did he say in the first season? You may be the lowest of the Lannisters, but you're still a Lannister.
1: Mm-hmm. Which always made me wonder... Um, the whole the whole thing with um, his being sentenced to death and, you know, travel account, all that other shit... You know it was it was odd how it all came together and played out.
0: Well, I think I, I, I haven't watched these episodes in a while, so I could be remembering this incorrectly. But I want to say that things got screwy because Tyrion ultimately requested a trial by combat, right. And lost that, went over and got his head destroyed. So, he didn't leave Tywin. It was like, no, you want me fucking dead? Then just fucking do it. You know? Right. Kind of like he did with Cersei here. Yeah. Though, in no universe did I think that Tyrion was going to die. No. Now, (laughs) the end of the episode... Yeah. Where we had a similar instance with a different character... And we'll discuss that when we get there. I, I I thought maybe it might be the end of the line for somebody else.
1: Yeah. I was... I
0: don't know I'm being coy. Jamie. When she does the same thing with Jamie yeah. later.
1: I was actually surprised our only major death was Baelish.
0: Well, because we did kind of confirm at the very end of the episode that Mr. Giant's Bane is still okay. he kind of...
1: Well... It almost looked I mean, we like... Can, we can ugh. kind of discuss
0: that at length later, Yeah, but...
1: Um, I think we'll leave that on the table as debatable, and we'll discuss that more later. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't definitive. It was The complete. only definitive death... Was Baelish. Was Baelish. Yes. And that was surprising.
0: Uh, Baelish wasn't a surprising death.
1: No, no, no. I'm not saying it. I, I'm saying it's surprising that...
0: Oh, oh, I see. I see. He there was weren't the... more. Right. Right. I gotcha. Uh,
1: so... That whole conversation with Cersei, though, is... Oh, it was great. Outstanding.
0: Well, and his his thing at the beginning there, where he's just like, yeah, kill me. Have him kill me. Like, I'm standing right the fuck here. Just do it. Do it. You want me dead that bad, bad. just do it. Well, then I love, like, it doesn't happen. like he's like, yes, why? Yes, please. Like, holy fuck, I can't believe it. She didn't just murder the shit out of me. (laughs) And he manages to uh, suss out that she's pregnant, and that's kind of why she's more... At least acting more open to this. This
1: uh, Yeah, as we learn later artists. in the episode.
0: Um, well, of course she wasn't going to go along with it. Of no. course not. It's Cersei.
1: Yeah.
0: Dread queen of my heart.
1: Well, that's uh, that's kind of what I was getting at earlier. It was like they, they, they really, they spent a lot of the episode trying to make you think one thing. And then they just switched it at the end. But it was like Cersei well, was always going to do it's something. A, it's
0: also like, I've watched the show. You know? I know these characters. I think most of the audience knows these characters. So, why would you think... Like, that's not like Cersei at all. Of course she's gonna try and find some way to fuck everybody over. And kind of ultimately fuck herself over. Mm-hmm. But, we can talk about that scene later, too, because I thought that was really good as well. But, um... So yeah, they conclave, uh, Tyrion doesn't get murderated, and uh, he brings Cersei back to the table, and that's where she basically says, okay, yeah, fine, we'll we'll put the pause on all this, and I'll send my armies north. Oh, <laughs> bullshit.
1: Mm-hmm. I hope <laughs> it's not a-, a ruse.
0: Oh, I haven't watched Archer in a very long time. <laughs> um, so where do we go... After that, you've got your little your little um, list there.
1: Yeah, I do. I think uh, duh, 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 I think we go back. Yeah, we go back to Sir Cer- to Sansa and Winterfell and that ridiculousness. Um, there is um, and then there's a council meeting at Dragonstone. Right,
0: because they're just there instantly.
1: Yeah, it's very brief, and it was all basically just.
0: We're gonna go fuck on this boat, right? Go
1: to Winterfell. We're gonna
0: go fuck on the boat. We're yeah. fucking on the boat. Yes. Boat fuckinging is nigh. And then we get that scene with Theon.
1: Yes. Which well, cu- before before we jump to Theon though, okay. um, it was weird to have that council meeting, um, just because if we had if we would have seen them on the boat together, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have thought about it at all. It would have just no, been like No, it was
0: very there, there
1: was it needed to call out that there's a risk in her going that way. Yes. And so something is going to happen.
0: Maybe, we'll see.
1: She, maybe she, I mean she if she dies it'll be in the very last episode. But
0: eh, I don't know. No, just knowing these writers, they're going to do the dumb fucking bullshit where you know Aura high how he had to temper his blade in, like, his wife's blood mm-hmm. to make it, what was it, Lightbringer. That is what's going to happen. John is going to have to temper his steel in fucking Danny, because we can't have nice things. Though I have said from the beginning I don't think she, she survives the show.
1: I don't think so either.
0: Or sits the Iron Throne or whatever, but we'll see. Well,
1: see. <clears throat> well for other reasons, we know definitively even though i would say we've done definitively for a long time uh, that john is the legitimate heir Which, to the throne. Which
0: fair, but i think that with all john's not a typical ruler. No. And i don't think she's a typical ruler. So i don't know that it would go back to being oh he's the king because the whole point of like the whole show is we're tearing down the way things were done before,
1: I, and we're I,
0: doing things differently.
1: I agree. I think though that she greatly, greatly underestimates how opposed the people of Westeros will be to being ruled by someone who's it's, never it's, lived it's, there.
0: Okay, fine, but I have dragons, so and we all saw what happened. At the I
1: times. mean, yeah, and 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 that's fair. But
0: also, we don't know what's going to be left of fucking Westeros after this.
1: That's also fair, right? So, so, but I mean, the the, no, the game is still there.
0: Fair point. The game is still there, right? And
1: you know, Jon's an idiot sometimes, but you know, he's. I'm nodding vigorously. Yes, you know, he's he is respected, and at least with the northern lords. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens next season. It's going to be interesting.
0: See to me that just seems like another because we don't have the time to get into all like the nuance of those politics. It's just going to be handled really clumsily.
1: Um since I, I brought it up, um if I had if you were telling me something mm-hmm. um at the table, mm-hmm. and I was really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, like, you said something. And I snapped, and I just went off on a rant or something. I would not remember any of the things you had just told me in, like, the 30 seconds prior to me snapping. Because I'm, I'm stewing about something, and I'm angry.
0: When what, what, what is this in reference to?
1: Sam. And remembering the stuff that Gilly told them.
0: Oh. Well, I figure they've had a, a fairly long ride. So maybe there was some conversation there about it,
1: because um, I would
0: assume that's kind of—I mean, Sam wants to be with, back with John to like you know help him in his fight, but
1: um, yes, it was just a little—it was a little convenient.
0: Oh, of course it was. Uh, <laughs> but that's been this whole season. Yes, isn't that convenient? It isn't.
1: So why don't we go back to Theon?
0: Yes. I mean, I appreciated this greatly, because it's like, let's actually fucking do something with a goddamn character. Right. So, I'm in for it. I'm into it. Great. You know, they had, he has this conversation with John where he, because he, I, I always thought that was interesting, right? Like, I, I liked Theon's arc in that second season, where he goes back home, and he's like, you know, I'm... Your son, do you just not give a shit about me anymore? Like, I understand, like, you gave me away. What the fuck was I supposed to do? I was a kid. Right. And being kind of forced between these two houses and ultimately choosing what he perceived as his family, but family is kind of what you, you make, right? Yep. So, and John tells him, you know, you may be a Greyjoy, but you're Stark too, you know? You're, Ned Stark was more of a father to you than your father ever was, which is fucking true so
1: well and i did appreciate um you know what john said he's like i can't forgive you for everything
0: but what i can i do
1: you know and so hopefully Dion will be a little more interesting next
0: i appreciated the brawl he got into with the other ironborn yeah and the one guy trying to kick him in the dick and it being like ain't got no dick yeah. So now I'm going to destroy you. It was also just nice seeing him do something. Yes. Instead of just stand there all sullen. It's like, dude, you got so much rage caged up in there. And it gives him something to fucking do next season. Yeah. Though I'm sure they'll resolve it in like a scene, but well, it's, it's how... something for him
1: to There's do. There's six episodes next season. Even if every single one of them is an hour and a half. That's not... It's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of time to resolve everything. Um, and that's really all there is to it. He beats the shit out of the other guy. And and
0: they're going to go and try and save Yara. Right. Well, that's the other thing about, like, there only being six episodes. And I guess we can talk about the Golden Company later, too. But you're... Like, those ships are getting destroyed on the way to Westeros or something.
1: Um, No doubt. And also, I was really surprised... Um, that in light of what happened to Danny's army, that the the Iron Bank decided to fund her still.
0: Right. I think that's... Well, you mean Cersei's
1: army. Cersei's army, sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I found that a bit odd as well.
1: Because I figured they would have heard about that and they would have been like, uh, we don't want any part of this bullshit. So, but no. And even if they come... They're going to come and they're going to get destroyed by the Whites and the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: which I would imagine, well, we can talk about, I, I think we will cover thoughts for next season in our recap. Our kind of season denouement next week. And yeah. So where where did we go after that, dear?
1: Uh, and then we went back to Winterfell, which we talked about.
0: Ad nauseum, yes.
1: Uh, then to um, the scene I think we've both been waiting for for a long time, which was the Cersei and Jaime um, breakup scene.
0: Also very good. Very, and I, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but Jamie's had that great arc where he's like, no, like the, the vows do actually just mean something to me. It's not. I made a promise to these people. And, I mean, it might not just be that he made a promise to them. I, I, uh, Brianne's there, too. And he does have...
1: And she says, "The f- fuck loyalty, fuck votes. Right.
0: Fuck families. It's... It, and I don't know what... I mean, I think we can pretty definitively say that she... You know, I think her feelings for... Uh, not that she transferred her feelings from Renly to Jamie, but I do think she loves Jamie. And maybe Mm -hmm. not in like a romantic kind of way, but definitely in a... There's love there. And I think Jamie feels, you know, similarly to her. So knowing that... And again, this could just be fanfic projecting, which is, you know, a thing I do. But um, that's not true. I haven't read fanfiction in a very long time. It was a Dragon Ball Z Final Fantasy VII crossover. And it was glorious. (laughs) Probably still out there, too.
1: We could put it up on Team boom and Yeah, I, f- I don't think so. In our fan fiction section.
0: No, I did have an idea, actually, for some old shitty writings of mine. So keep an eye out for a potential new podcast in the future. Um, but no, I think that her being there, and that's someone that he... And not only her, but Tyrion, too. He has connections with people and love for people who are going to be running headlong into this bullshit. So when he makes a promise, and barring all of that... He lays it out pretty clearly. He's like, "Okay, well, what what do you fucking propose we do? Uh, the dead win, they come down here and fucking kill us all. Uh, the, the 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 Targaryens and the Starks win,
1: and they realize we betrayed down, us. Right,
0: and they come down and kill us all. Where's the winning here?
1: Are aren't you tired of winning? Yeah.
0: I'm very very <laughs> very tired. Of winning.
1: Uh, couldn't help myself. Um, I know. No, and that that scene, uh, what's his name, Nicholas something, It's a, he's Dutch. Um, oh,
0: see, whenever I think of his real name, I just think of that Gods of Egypt movie <laughs> that he was in. Yes. It's just upsetting.
1: Um, just great acting in that scene.
0: Gerard Butler plays an Egyptian god in that movie.
1: Why is Gerard Butler a thing?
0: I know he's wondrous. Oh, I need to watch that bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry, we got sidetracked.
1: Oh uh, no, he's, he's
0: Jamie. He is Jamie Lannister. Yeah, he's Jamie. and that's cute that he thinks that he's gonna do movies and stuff. But he's Jamie Lannister.
1: Um, no, just a very well acted scene. Oh, definitely. And you know, well, you, you saw kind of how f- devastated he was by the fact, like even that Cersei would threaten to have him executed.
0: Right. Well, there's a moment there where I was like, "Are we killing Jamie this episode?" Yeah,
1: I legitimately thought you were gonna jump out of the sea.
0: Yeah, I was. I was very surprised because it was like when the mountain stepped to, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> but it was that echo of because family does mean something to Cersei, and at, really, you could you could argue that's all that matters to her.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's She, she doesn't want. I thought, there's no way that kid gets like carried to term, but she could never, she could never hurt Jamie.
1: I did think it was interesting, um, back in the Tyrion scene with her, how much Tyrion was adamant about the fact that he did not want anything to happen to the kids.
0: Oh, well, he did. He loved his niece and nephew. Yeah. not Joffrey, but Marcella just, and, and
1: um... No, he did. You know, it, it was just. It was like he had to know, like, <laughs> she wasn't going to listen to it, but. Um,
0: no, but I think he just wanted it out there. You just know? to say his piece. Well, and to blame him for that is ridiculous.
1: Yes. Oh, man. So uh, then we see Jamie. Because
0: I think ultimately, Marcella's death, you could lay right at the hands of Tywin.
1: Yeah. Tywin
0: was the one who allowed the mountain to do what he did, and yeah. That was that's on that's on Tywin. Mm-hmm. You can't blame Tyrion for that.
1: No, because uh, Tywin
0: was still yeah yeah yeah. I mean, Cersei's being irrational, and that's why I love her. But uh, uh, that little like mad face she makes is the fucking best. But um... no, yeah, no, they play it really really well, and she's even more shocked that, that he leaves. He would dare leave her, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's just, he's he's done.
1: He is. Well, and this is, um, uh, for book readers, I mean, this basically takes you um, back to uh, when Jamie actually left North for the Riverlands. um, And then he goes off to fight with Brienne. So... I'm very Isn't
0: that where we kinda left Jamie?
1: That is where we left Jamie.
0: Where Brianne's leading him to Ladystone.
1: Yeah, and you know, Cersei's like, well, Jamie will come back for me and, and he
0: burns the letter, right?
1: Yeah. So, you know, in the books, it'll be I'm I'm interested to see see where George does takes it if he ever finishes it. He won't. He won't. Um And then it'll be finished by some idiot fanfic writer. Um <laughs> Who will say they they studied George's writing and they know how Indian it was going Idiot fanfic writer,
0: you say? Uh, I work for scale,
1: so uh, I you know that's one of those places. Um, you know, we don't really discuss the books too much, but I'm interested to see what where the differences are going to lie later with that. But yeah, so Jamie is he is hella done.
0: Well, and he I can't
1: say that word. Ella? yeah no nice. it just doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth I, really I, thought, I said let me try it I'll give you it a try it was do, wrong never do it again I will never do it again I promise thank you
0: um I'm sorry but I'm just thinking about the right words to say that song is called the promise by when in Rome shabams um no so we see Jamie uh he's riding north because he's like fine don't give me the army I'll go my fucking self.
1: Well, and you see the very deliberate action of him putting a glove over the golden hand.
0: Right. Well, I think part of that...
1: It's a refrigerator. Oh,
0: that's upsetting. Part of it... All kinds of weird fucking
1: noises. We... We... Uh, so, listeners, um, you pro- there might have been uh, a little bit of disconnect over the season as we've been working on different setups and trying to find different sounds. And this week, it's just... I, I'm not crazy about the space we're in. We had the dog, and then we got sounds going on up there. It I was raining. I think
0: downstairs with the card table worked the best. That's just Nick,
1: ne- I promise you, by next season...
0: That's a lie.
1: We will have this worked out. It's a dirty lie. I'm man. going to build a recording desk. No, you're
0: not. And I got to sit on like the, the couch downstairs. I'm on this fucking crappy folding chair. I'm all uncomfortable.
1: We're working on it.
0: hmm um, so and that's when we start to see the snow falling in King's Landing. Yes. Finally, finally.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that took forever. Um, then we, um, then we switched over to late night on HBO.
0: Oh, is this where the, the, the oh yeah all of the sex started? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Tyrion standing there like a creeper. Like, yeah. What is the concern there?
1: So many things. Uh, also, um, to jump back to Sansa and Littlefinger, sure. I am so glad someone finally put together that um, John could marry Daenerys, and that would sol- that would be an alliance. Mm-hmm. And you know, because that's a thing that happens.
0: Yeah, all in, the time. In those,
1: t- in those that time period, you, the great houses marry together, well,
0: and we've seen that happen throughout the entire
1: show. Right. So uh, the fact that it hadn't been mentioned yet was driving me a little insane. Um, (laughs) So uh, if she's pregnant and she pops out some uh, dragon eggs, that would be kind of awesome.
0: I don't think that's how... Isn't it, though? ...women's bodies work.
1: Isn't it, though? No, it's not. Man, I have been... I've been living a lie for so long. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but no, and we kind of juxtaposed this with Bran um, taking us to the past and being like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can do that. And seeing Rhaegar and Liana.
1: Yeah, there was. This scene was weird.
0: That guy looked way too much like Viserys, too. So just like, did I just get that same dude?
1: Maybe. Um, <laughs> what. This scene did a couple things. First, it was the clearest explanation of what the fuck the Three-Eyed Raven we've ever gotten in the show. But then... I'm not saying what's it was the still... the point of him, though? I'm still not... Plan- yeah. <laughs> but then also, it does show, like, that he can see anything he wants to see, but he has to know to look for it.
0: I guess that's fair.
1: Because Sam was like, "Well, because you know, right. Bran wasn't aware that it was this. legit."
0: Right, 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 right. So Sam had the prompt. Of, but here's here just overall, what is the point of the three eyed raven? Because Max von Sydow was just hanging out in that tree way north of the wall, not really bestowing this knowledge onto anyone.
1: I would have to assume next season.
0: Do they get Luke, the map to Luke Skywalker? Yes. And we get some Podammer in action.
1: Yes. And Finn comes in.
0: And they have beautiful, beautiful, dirty, disgusting sex together. Yes. Disgusting in the good way. Yes. Because I need that to happen. Yes. Because Oscar Isaac bit his lower lip and launched a thousand ships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So you, so- he knew what
0: he was doing, too. He knew exactly what he was doing. I see you, Poe. See and you. they left it in. And they left it in. <sighs>
1: so
0: what I'm saying is, I'm going to be really disappointed when they they do not pursue a queer relationship between Poe and Finn in
1: the no, Last no. Jedi. No, no, it looks good on you. <gasps> <laughs> so delightful.
0: Anyway, back on track.
1: Uh, so, uh, I think we've talked about everything except the very end of the episode at this point.
0: Okay. I mean, I, we've been calling for a while that the wall was going to come down. Mm-hmm. And we've shown that all of the wall just a bit of it has fallen.
1: I was a little disappointed by that. There was a part of me that was like, "Oh no, no, the whole I want I just want to see the whole wall crumble <laughs> across all of Westeros." But I mean, whatever. Uh,
0: I did appreciate that uh, the Nazi zombie dreadmount has godzilla's nuclear breath
1: okay real talk people we watched both shin godzilla and uh the 2014 american godzilla earlier today uh we also uh, watched kong skull island again we did um so these things are right at the front of They're our very, mind no, no 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 even if we didn't though
0: it was like mm, <laughs> that's nuclear that's breath. that's godzilla that's godzilla's Oho going to sue
1: them. <laughs>
0: well, and I appreciated that he's the, the the Viserion, which I'm sure I'm saying wrong, but again, deal with it. Is flying and is breathing fire.
1: Mm-hmm. It it's uh. It's going to be one of those things, though. It's like, because the Knights King isn't going to be afraid to use him. Oh no, not at Whereas all. Whereas Danny's a little more restrained.
0: Well, especially given what's happened, right? Right. Uh, I, though I think you could also see here, the I don't know what the knight's King knows about anything, but, I mean, you could have a battle at Winterfell really early next season, they could march past Winterfell altogether, and, I mean, Danny did have that vision of King's Landing completely burned. Right. With snow falling, so, if they want to go really on the nose with that, which is this show, so who the fuck knows. I think there's potential for that.
1: I think what we need to do in preparation for next week mm-hmm. is we really need to plot out where everyone is mm-hmm. and kind of what units are where. Yeah, I'm into that. And really kind of talk talk about what um, the Knights King strategy is going to be.
0: But is there really a strategy with the Army of the Dead?
1: The, the White Walkers themselves are... Intelligent beings. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Now, the Whites themselves, you're just throwing them at whatever.
0: Well, but what do the White Walkers know about shit south of the Wall?
1: That's the thing. We don't know. We we know so very little about the White Walkers. Um, well, their... We know
0: they were created by the Children of the Forest to yes. fight the First Men. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, the Andals. So... They predate King's Landing. Yes. So.
1: So whether or not they know about it, who knows? I don't know. Uh.
0: And they got a ways to get down to King's Landing from. I would assume. There's some sort of siege on Winter or attack on Winterfell. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck knows?
1: Yeah. Well. Because
0: <laughs> if they're going down the. Because um, Eastwatch on the east side, right? So if they're coming down that coastline, I don't know how close that would bring them to Winterfell.
1: Winterfell's kind of in the center of the north.
0: Right, right, So,
1: yeah, it's really going to depend, you know, where they march.
0: But then, Night's King's got a fucking dragon now, so I mean, he could really go anywhere. Yeah, he can. But so the biggest thing is we see the wall fall, Mm -hmm. and the army of the dead has gotten past it. And I don't, care much about uh Bayrick oh uh, excuse me i said that wrong Bayrick um i can't
1: wait for the text tomorrow
0: good send them i don't care um i i just need torment to be okay
1: oh torment
0: and i think that the shot that they they show of him cuz he's on top of the wall still and he's trying to get people to, you know, run and he kind of falls back. We don't see the portion he's on collapse. Right. And I think he's too uh, he is a a, a character. He's not a main character, but he's too important of a character for us not to see him actually be dead.
1: Yeah, I think too And I think
0: it'd be weak to like come back next season and just be like, "Oh yeah, Torment died." Oh, he died. Like,
1: yeah, I think um I think at this point in the show you're not getting off-screen deaths. You're not... Not
0: for named characters. No.
1: And you're not getting um, fan favorites just...
0: I mean, I don't know if I agree with
1: Obliterated for with no that, reason.
0: Well, but... No, I mean... Well, and I do think you need some people that saw what happened to run to Castle Black and be like, hey... Across
1: the wall? Across I could,
0: part. right? I mean, Tormund's climbed the wall, so... He could... I I see him... Badric. Badric. No, I like Badric. I'm gonna keep saying Badric. I could see them getting back to Castle Black and just being like, Hey, so there's really no point to you guys being up here anymore? We should head down to Winterfell as fast as we can go. Yeah. So. And that's how the uh, episode and season ends with the Army of the Dead slowly shuffling... Into uh, Westeros proper.
1: I did already get uh, a text message from someone saying, Nothing happened this episode. It was very boring. <laughs> and it's the it's thing. That, Here's this, a question. Yeah.
0: How is the wall coming down? Nothing happening.
1: Nothing happened, Erica. But I think all the stuff that was good in this episode was probably... Um, not the stuff they expected to be the best parts of the episode maybe i mean i'm sure they thought that the 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 talk between tyrion and cersei would be great but
0: right well it was very well acted too and i think the wall coming down is another game changer but i expected that in a way that i didn't expect cersei to clear the board at the end of last season right. i knew something was going to happen and it was going to be insane but I didn't think it would be that, if that makes any sense. Yeah.
1: No, that, that makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about this episode in particular. Um, we got plenty to talk about in our recap of the season.
0: Definitely. Um, and well, that's one thing I want, to, I, I want to make sure we do in the off-season, we'll call it in the hiatus. Mm-hmm. I don't want this stream to go dormant again. I want there to be content for the dozens. And you know, we'll we'll kind of experiment with a couple different things. I think a rewatch probably isn't the worst idea, especially given that we're coming into that final season.
1: Um we we can do a full rewatch together so long as we use the big wall downstairs to put together like a crazy like conspiracy theorist wall
0: like a charlie day one yes okay i have a lot of eyeliner so we could really get like the dark circles under the eyes too <laughs>
1: it's a good look um yeah not nothing else i could think of for this episode
0: no i mean we do kind of come up here and just kind of go for these guys so we're still kind of distilling and then i'm sure we'll have more thoughts as the week goes on and you know those quiet moments where it's like what about this
1: oh yeah
0: and we'll kind of talk overall season uh, next episode and kind of, I think, I, I add some some larger discussions about just kind of the state of the show overall, mm-hmm. which we've touched on a bit here and there, but um, yeah. But before we do go, uh, uh, if you are listening from down in Texas, stay safe. Hopefully if you are listening, it's... You are somewhere. That's all right. Uh, uh, If you can, make a donation to the Red Cross. You know, I know we we do a bit of bagging on Texas and whatever, but it's terrifying what's going on down there right now. So stay safe.
1: Stay safe, Griffin. And everyone else. Griffin? (laughs) Yeah, he lives in Austin.
0: He does live in Austin, doesn't he? Oh, Griffin, be careful. But the Adventure Zone is over now, so...
1: Well, this the can't... balance
0: arc is <laughs> oh, so good okay that's a whole different
1: thing but uh yeah
0: so if you can throw a few uh, shekels at the red cross keep those people in your thoughts and if you're listening from down there no we appear at house lombard we're pulling for you and hope that you are safe and uh on that note um we here at uh team puma knife as you guys know have a couple other podcasts we do after the movie which uh, we need to do a new episode for.
1: We've been in a bit of a hiatus. We
0: have, yes, we've been kind of busy the last uh, this month or so, and it just uh, we have that uh, Blu-ray of Shin Godzilla. We really should just do an episode. On we
1: that. we should do a Godzilla. I episode. think that's what we
0: should do this week. We should do a Shin. We'll Godzilla do a Godzilla, episode. yes. Um, and then we need Bob to watch Godzilla: Final Wars, which is one of the greatest ridiculous movies I may watch <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, we also have improvised weapons. I believe that they just posted their ninth episode. I believe they're on nine uh, yeah last week, so you should definitely check out that. That's a uh, real play d and d podcast that's loads of fun. Sam does voices, which I uh am all about. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, lady near the lake. you can find Bob on Twitter at
1: at the new time Lord.
0: there's not two ads, but just at the new time, Lord.
1: at the new time yes,
0: not two not at, at. I said at already. It's not an at That's a little an Star ad-it, Wars ad-it, humor there for you. Add it, add it, walker. at
1: I've always said at When people say add it, add it, I get... Well,
0: add it, add it is like a dumb thing to say. If you're going to say anything, say at-at. Yeah. Add it, add it. Where is the I? Where is the I, and the Bob? second set
1: of T's. <laughs> um, we're getting off track. Okay, have I'll a I'll great okay. night.
0: Uh, did I have any? to plug. Oh, if you can uh uh, uh rate and su- um, subscribe, leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. We really mm-hmm. really uh are very humbled by the fact that anyone outside of like five people are watching this episode. So, when we send love out to the dozens, we we genuinely mean it. Shout out to the law offices, shout out to uh you know, the the people who fucking bitch that we mispronounce the names all the time. We we nothing but love for y'all. Uh, We'll still be around. Uh, We'll definitely be uh, keeping some updates in your feed. Maybe not as often, but we're definitely going to come back next week with a kind of, we'll call it a a denouement of uh, this season and some conversations about the uh, series as a whole, which we did a little bit this episode, but we'll get deeper into it Mm -hmm. next time as well. So have a lovely morning. Hopefully it is... uh, your, your commute is swift, and your Monday is not terrible. So have a lovely day, and we will chat with you next time.
1: Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>